As a believer, reading God's Word is a critical part of your daily spiritual journey. And because it's so important, we've created a unique new resource to help you immerse yourself in biblical truth and open your eyes to all God's Word has for you. It's a free PDF download called The Word One-to-One that takes you on a guided journey through John chapter one. With biblical text and short commentary, each page provides insights that will strengthen your faith in an easy to read guided format. There's truly no other resource like this. Download your free PDF copy today at premierinsight.org forward slash resources. That's premierinsight.org forward slash resources. Bringing the Word to Life, the Bible in a Year. 1 Kings, Chapter 4 So King Solomon ruled over all Israel, and these were his chief officials. Azariah, son of Zadok the priest. Elihoreth and Ahijah, sons of Shisha, sectaries. Jehoshaphat, son of Elihud, recorder. Benaniah, son of Jehoiada, commander-in-chief. Zadok and Abathar, priests. Azariah, son of Nathan, in charge of the district governors. Zabud, son of Nathan, a priest and advisor to the king. Ahishar, palace administrator. Adenoram, son of Abda, in charge of forced labour. Solomon had twelve district governors over all Israel, who supplied provisions for the king and the royal household. Each one had to provide supplies for one month in the year. These are their names. Ben-Hur, in the hill country of Ephraim. Ben-Decker, in Machaz, Shalabim, Ben-Shemeth and Elon-Bethashan. Ben-Hesed, in Araboth, Sukkah and all the land of Hephtha were his. Ben-Abinadab, in Napoth-Dor, he was married to Tapath, daughter of Solomon. Barna, son of Alehud, in Tenach and Megiddo, and in all of Bethshan, next to Zarathan, below Jezreel, from Bethshan to Abel-Meloah, across to Jokmim. Ben-Geber, in Ramoth-Gilead, the settlements of Jer, son of Manasseh, in Gilead were his, as well as the region of Argob in Bashan, and its sixty large-walled cities with bronze gate bars. Ahinadab, son of Ido, in Mahanaim. Ahimaz in Nephalti, he had married Basemath, daughter of Solomon. Barna, son of Hushai, in Asher and in Aloth. Jehoshaphat, son of Perua, in Issachar. Shimei, son of Ella, in Benjamin. Geber, son of Iri, in Gilead, the country of Shion, king of the Amorites, and the country of Og, king of Bashan. He was the only governor over the district. The people of Judah in Israel were as numerous as the sand on the seashore. They ate, they drank, and they were happy. And Solomon ruled over all the kingdoms, from the river Euphrates to the land of the Philistines, as far as the border of Egypt. These countries brought tribute and were Solomon's subjects all his life. Solomon's daily provisions were 30 cores of the finest flour and 60 cores of meal. 10 head of stall-fed cattle, 20 of pasture-fed cattle, and a 100 sheep and goats, as well as deer, gazelles, roebucks, and choice fowl. For he ruled over all the kingdoms west of the river Euphrates, from Tipsar to Gaza, and had peace on all sides. 
During Solomon's lifetime, Judah and Israel from Dan to Beersheba lived in safety. Everyone under their own vine and under their own fig tree. Solomon had 4,000 stalls for chariot horses and 12,000 horses. The district governors, each in his months, supplied provisions for King Solomon and all who came to the king's table. They saw to it that nothing was lacking. They also brought to the proper place their quotas of barley and straw for the chariot horses and the other horses. God gave Solomon wisdom and very great insight and a breadth of understanding as measureless as the sand on the seashore. Solomon's wisdom was greater than the wisdom of all the people of the East and greater than all the wisdom of Egypt. He was wiser than anyone else, including Ethan the Esarite, wiser than Heman, Kaklol, and Dada, the sons of Mahol. And his fame spread to all the surrounding nations. He spoke 3,000 proverbs and his songs numbered 1,005. He spoke about plant life, from the cedar of Lebanon to the hyssop that grows out of walls. He also spoke about animals and birds, reptiles and fish. From all nations, people came to listen to Solomon's wisdom, sent by all the kings of the world who had heard of his wisdom. 1 Kings chapter 5 When Hiram king of Tyre heard that Solomon had been anointed king to succeed his father David, he sent his envoys to Solomon because he had always been on friendly terms with David. Solomon sent back this message to Hiram. You know that because of the wars waged against my father David from all sides, he could not build a temple for the name of the Lord his God until the Lord put his enemies under his feet. But now the Lord my God has given me rest on every side and there is no adversary or disaster. I intend therefore to build a temple for the name of the Lord my God as the Lord told my father David when he said your son whom I will put on the throne in your place will build the temple for my name. So give orders that cedars of Lebanon be cut for me. My men will work with yours and I will pay for your men whatever wages you set. You know that we have no one so skilled in felling timber as the Sidonians. When Hiram heard Solomon's message, he was greatly pleased and said, Praise be to the Lord today, for he has given David a wise son to rule over this great nation. So Hiram sent word to Solomon, I have received the message you sent me and will do all that you want in providing the cedar and juniper logs. My men will haul them down from Lebanon to the Mediterranean Sea and I will float them as rafts by sea to the place you specify. There I will separate them and you can take them away. And you are to grant my wish by providing food for my royal household. In this way, Hiram kept Solomon supplied with all the cedar and juniper logs that he wanted. And Solomon gave Hiram 20,000 cores of wheat as food for his household, in addition to 20,000 baths of pressed olive oil. Solomon continued to do this for Hiram year after year. The Lord gave Solomon wisdom just as he had promised him. There were peaceful relations between Hiram and Solomon, and the two of them made a treaty. King Solomon conscripted labourers from all Israel, 30,000 men. He sent them off to Lebanon in shifts of 10,000 a month, so that they spent one month in Lebanon and two months at home. Adonirim was in charge of the forced labour. Solomon had 70,000 carriers and 80,000 stonecutters in the hills as well as 3,300 foremen who supervised the project and directed the workers. 
At the king's command, they removed from the quarry large blocks of high-grade stone to provide a foundation of dress stone for the temple. The craftsmen of Solomon and Hiram and workers from Bibelos cut and prepared the timber and the stone for the building of the temple. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 If any of you has a dispute with another, do you dare to take it before the ungodly for judgment instead of before the Lord's people? Or do you not know that the Lord's people will judge the world? And if you are to judge the world, are you not competent to judge trivial cases? Do you not know that we will judge angels? How much more the things of this life? Therefore, if you have disputes about such matters, do you ask a ruling from those whose way of life is scorned in the church? I say this to shame you. Is it possible that there is nobody among you wise enough to judge a dispute between believers, but instead one brother takes another to court, and this in front of believers? The very fact that you have lawsuits among you means that you have been completely defeated already. Why not rather be wronged? Why not rather be cheated? Instead, you yourselves cheat and do wrong, and you do this to your brothers and sisters. Or, do you not know that wrongdoers will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who have sex with men, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards or slanderers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And that is what some of you were. But you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. I have the right to do anything, you say. But not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but I will not be mastered by anything. You say, food for the stomach and the stomach for food, and God will destroy them both. The body, however, is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. By his power God raised the Lord from the dead, and he will raise us also. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ himself? Shall I then take the members of Christ and unite them with a prostitute? Never. Do you not know that he who unites himself with a prostitute is one with her in body? For it is said, the two will become one flesh. But whoever is united with the Lord is one with him in spirit. Flee from sexual immorality. All other sins a person commits are outside the body, but whoever sins sexually sins against their own body. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were brought for a price. Therefore, honour God with your bodies. For more resources to help you bring the Word to life, go to premier.org.uk slash Bible. This reading has been taken from the NIV Bible Biblica and is published by Hodder and Stoughton.